Welcome to the Cap Gemini America's Corporate Social Responsibility Podcast. My name is Janet Pope, and I'm the Vice President of Corporate Social Responsibility for the U.S., Canada, and Latin America. I look forward to engaging with each of you on diversity, digital inclusion, and sustainability challenges and initiatives. Let's get the future we want together. This is the Oceans Podcast. This podcast is brought to you by the Capgemini employee resource group named OCEAN. OCEAN stands for the Organized Carbon and Environment Action Network, and our vision is to develop a culture in which sustainability is rooted in who we are and what we do, both professionally and personally. Our mission is to enable Capgemini employees to learn, engage, and take action by providing access to sustainability resources, education, and other opportunities for anyone passionate about saving the planet. Thank you all for tuning in to this episode of The Oceans Podcast. Thanks for joining us on the this episode of the Oceans Podcast. Today I have uh, Elizabeth Withco with us. I think you go by Lizzie too, right? I do. Awesome. So Lizzie, how about we go ahead and just, uh, how about you give yourself a little introduction of what you do at CAP, where you're based, how long you've been with us, and go ahead. Sounds good. I started with CAP in August of 2021, and I'm in the DCX Salesforce practice based in Nashville, Tennessee, and my primary role is a business analyst. Nice. Now, again, uh, what is the DCX practice? That is digital customer experience. Nice. Perfect. And I know for this episode, we'll be talking about creating passion projects. So I hear you have a lot of passion projects of your own within the workplace without outside the workplace actually what would you say a passion project is like a base definition of a passion project i think a passion project is anything that when you wake up in the morning excites you what Mm -hmm. is a little bit extra aside from your standard day-to-day role that really juices you and it it gets you excited about what's to come what are Mm -hmm. you passionate about that you can pour some of your personal self into I feel like so much of our work comes from a professional side and then these passion projects are inspired more from that personal side of us I see yeah I understand what you're saying on that something that really gets you going Um, and I know you have a lot of different projects that get you going inside the workplace and outside right so what is something that juices you inside the workplace One of the amazing groups that I'm involved with at Capgemini is MIC, or the Movements and Innovation Council Employee Resource Group. And I've been one of the national leads for MIC for just over a year now. And it's a fantastic group. Our goal is to create a space for employees of all walks of life to come together, learn, create, inspire one another, and explore everything that Capgemini has to offer in terms of innovation, and then beyond Capgemini, greater Capgemini, right. what innovation is out there, what new and developing technology mm-hmm. is coming to the forefront, especially in our industry, and then how can we consider that in our day-to-day lives and bring that into the workplace? 
Right. That is that is amazing. I'm also a member of MIC as well, and I always see just a the bunch of cool things you're all doing, and it, it always looks like a lot of excitement. So, what are just a few uh, like events or activities that happens inside MIC? As of right now, our biggest event series are called light bulb sessions, and mm-hmm. they're informative sessions with leaders in Cap Gemini. And our recent ones have been on spatial IoT, NFTs in the blockchain, and also key findings from some of the technology top conferences of 2023. Those have been Great, we have a fantastic team that runs them. And we've had speakers from Capgemini from Invent, we've had from the Research Institute, and coming up, I believe we have some on sustainability as well. So talk about it. Maybe that's something (laughs) that will overlap between our groups. Oh, another event. Yeah, another one of our really exciting events coming up is something that I'm helping spearhead, and that is our digital innovation hackathon. So we're working with the Digital Customer Experience Business Unit, and we're planning an in-person hackathon case study competition. So it will take real-life business scenarios and RFPs and ask teams to solve them with innovative ideas. Oh, that's awesome. And that's a uh, in-person. Where's that going to be? Yeah, that'll be in the Nashville, Tennessee office. Oh, that's awesome. And is it, is it, uh, what I know about hackathons, they're normally like a two to three day event, is it, is it also going to be the same thing? Two to three days? Yes, it'll be three days. Oh, nice, nice. I know it's very hectic and it takes a lot of planning to get a, a hackathon going. So I'm glad that it's something that you're passionate about to get that going, because they're tough. <laughs> We're looking forward to it. It's definitely right? been a lot of work. <laughs> is there anything else inside the workplace that you love to do or that gets you going? I enjoy connecting with colleagues from all different business units, all different backgrounds. I think that's also one of my favorite things about being a part of the Movements and Innovation Council. On our team, there's individuals from all different sectors of Capgemini, learning about who they are, what they do, Mm -hmm. and what these different elements of Capgemini hold is fascinating. I feel like every day I learn about someone new at the company that... Oh, yeah participates in an element of our business that I didn't know was there. Um, So I'm always learning and just talking to all of our colleagues across the business has been so enjoyable for me. That is awesome. Yeah, there's a lot of different ways to to contribute to what's going on in in Capgemini. And there's a bunch of different ways to get involved. So I think just even starting with your own thing, just spreading your ideas out there. I think that's one of the best ways to even get started with your passion projects, I think. Um, what about some things that happen outside the workplace? What, what do you have going on outside of work? So something I'm very passionate about is sustainability. And one of the ways that I bring that into my day-to-day life is sustainable fashion. I think that there are many ways to be sustainable, and that's one that I know is in my control Uh, and I can directly contribute to. So a passion project that I've had previously uh, was an upcycled jewelry company. And it was something that I started between the completion of my bachelor's degree and my onset with Capgemini. There was a good gap of time and I was looking for a way to do something that I was passionate about while also filling 
this Mm -hmm. sustainability journey that I wanted to be a part of. And so Mm -hmm. everything that I created was made from upcycled materials. It's materials that exist or are old, but not necessarily garbage. I think there's that saying Mm -hmm. that someone else's trash is another person's treasure. And it's true. So it was, it was a company that I loved starting. We had fashion shows in Joshua Tree, California. And then we also had a show during New York Fashion Week in New York. It was such an exciting journey to be a part of. But I think that with passion projects in the workplace and also out of the workplace, if there's something that you're excited about and something that you want to explore, you just Mm -hmm. have to go do it. Yeah, I agree to that one. Coming back to the sustainable fashion. So how do you even, that's cool, first of all. (laughs) And even just getting, um, like, what are some tips of even trying to upscale, upcycle uh, some jewelry, clothing, or anything like that to, to make it reusable? You know, what are some tips for that? I think so much about sustainable fashion is being a conscious consumer. There's an element to it about where you shop and if you can shop secondhand, I think that's definitely a way to contribute to sustainable fashion. But I also think that you don't have to. There mm-hmm. are many companies out there, especially smaller ones, that focus on sustainability and a lot of elements of doing shopping and inspiring your fashion can come from these companies that have great mission statements and it just involves a little bit of research. So being a conscious consumer, knowing where you're shopping, knowing directly what you're supporting, I think is a crucial element. And then also paying attention to some of these larger companies that might be greenwashing. And when I say greenwashing, I mean releasing statements that potentially make them seem more sustainable than they actually are um, Mm -hmm. is important. And then I also think considering sustainability in two different ways, one from an environmental standpoint and then another from sustainability in terms of a long-lasting lifestyle and how the company conducts their business and how they treat their employees. And if this company is running their business in a sustainable manner on both the environmental side and then also the the people side of it. Yeah, I like that. So when it comes to these passion projects you've been a part of within the workplace, outside the workplace, how can uh, employees or anyone listening to the podcast kind of gain inspiration to to create their passion projects? I think that the first step to creating a passion project is just following what gets you excited. Knock on Mm -hmm. doors, especially at the company and Capgemini doors are open. You just have to know where to look. Don't be afraid of failure and don't be afraid of the word no, because when you do things with intention, especially something Mm -hmm. that you're passionate about, even if it isn't ultimately what you would define as a success, you learn from it and you explored something that you love. And that's it's never a bad thing. Uh, Yeah, that makes sense. I do have a few projects I've worked on before. I know some is uh, with gardening for sure. Um, you do have the plants that just don't make it <laughs> and you learn from it and then you try again and then you get some success. And I think that that goes for a lot of different things out in life, you know? So I, I agree with you on that one. 
Uh, is there any uh, final thoughts you would like to give to the listeners of this podcast? I think that everyone is unique and everyone has their own experiences and passions that inform fantastic ideas that we all have. So go out there and do what excites you and make your ideas happen. Bring them to life. Nice. I like it. Well, it's been great having you on this episode, Lizzie. I can't wait. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, no problem. I'm Damon Ambers, and you've been listening to the Oceans Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, you can find more on our SoundCloud page at www.soundcloud.com slash NACR underscore radio. And now it's time for sustainability tip for this episode. Hello, everyone. This is Swati from Ocean Employee Resource Group. The sustainability tip for this podcast is the Buy Nothing Project. The Buy Nothing Project is a worldwide network of gift economies bringing people together to give, ask and receive items and services. Everyone is welcome. All gifts have the same value. They're like literally priceless and everyone contributes to building a lasting wealth of connection between neighbors and their resilient local circular economy. Community members do not buy, sell, trade, barter or exchange money for items or services. It's inclusive, hyper-local and they believe in abundance, give, ask, share, lend and express gratitude. Buy Nothing communities are already a global reuse economy with immense social and environmental impact. Our future development will also empower each of us to keep even more items in use while we build strong communities and sustainable livelihood for the makers, fixers and others who transform old into new over and over again. So what are we waiting for? Google your nearest Buy Nothing project, join your local community and help in building sustainable future by reusing and reducing landfill waste. Thank you. Thank you. And for our final message, I'd like to hand it over to Janet Pope. It looks like we've come to the end of another Capgemini America's Corporate Social Responsibility Podcast. Again, I'm Janet Pope. And on behalf of the entire America's Corporate Social Responsibility team, I'd like to thank you for listening. If you have a specific topic on diversity, equity, and inclusion, sustainability, or digital inclusion that you'd like us to cover on a future podcast, please comment in the podcast channel. We'd love to hear from you.